0: The Trials of Apollo, The Burning Maze, Chapter 5. First aid, succulent, heal me of my many cuts, but no slime trail, please. Grover led us to the first intact greenhouse, which exuded a smell like the breath of Persephone. That's not a compliment. Miss
1: Springtime used to sit next to me at family... Hi, I'm Ava. I'm Neve.
2: And I'm Brayden.
1: And this is Return to Camp Half-Blood, the English class that you always wanted.
2: Where we analyze the Percy Jackson and Heroes of Olympus books through a new theme every week.
0: Miss Springtime? Hilarious he, nickname. He gagged
2: her right there. He really did. Persephone caught dead.
0: <laughs> Literally catching a stray in the beginning of this chapter for no reason. She has nothing to do with this, but it doesn't matter.
2: Ava, Meve how are we this week? I'm okay. I'm, I'm
1: certainly sleepy, that's for sure. Um... But in general, I don't know. Today, especially, really good day. Oh, we're also recording on Halloween. Happy so
2: Halloween! Happy
1: Ooh. freaking Halloween! Even though uh, Halloween
2: is yesterday for you, for so for you today, it's Christmas.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> Halloween is my favorite holiday. Um, I had an absolute ball. I did four different costumes. Um, and fa- wait, fa- like four and a half. Um, and one was, like, very half-assed. Um, and so, yeah, that was so lovely, but I just really haven't been getting enough sleep. Here comes a yacht to demonstrate that. Oh, so, yeah, I'm I'm good, but I'm sleepy. How about you?
2: I'm good, but I'm sleepy. Please,
1: it's true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So silly. Um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I think. Um, Today I had at work a man that I work with who annoys me a lot. Um, Grab, as I was like stapling something together, grab the stapler out of my hand.
2: Oh, I saw you tweet me. about this.
0: Just, it was an experience like no other. I was like, I'm literally about to staple this and we're standing next to each other. And you decided to take this stapler out of my hand and staple it for me.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Like,
0: literally in awe. Like I could not even move.
1: No, that's uh, crazy.
0: Good shift otherwise, though. Yeah, I've been good. I've been thinking a lot. I've been very appreciative.
2: Uh, <laughs> you took the pause. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You. you can't just go, I'm thinking a lot and then give me a beat to butt in. It wasn't even that long of a beat. No, it was long enough. Roll
0: the tape. Um, It was like a pretty short beat. Um, I've been very appreciative for where I am lately Um, and continuously reminding myself that...
2: The living room.
0: When the living room. (laughs) And continuously reminding myself that no matter how tired I am and like just because... That I am doing so much better than I ever could have anticipated at this point in my life. Real. Like if you would ask yeah. me in February, like where are you gonna be in October? It, I I'd would say not I don't say know. this. Yeah, I would not say what I'm currently doing, which is so cool. Um, so even when I'm sleepy at work, I'm like, you know what, this is like everything I wanted for myself. So I can Aww. be sleepy at
2: work. How are you,
1: That's so sweet.
2: <laughs> I'm a little less uh existentially like it's contemplative sweet. um mm-hmm. <laughs> the show that I'm working on for my job currently, uh, the, for the theater company I work for, the show that we're doing right now is in previews, and that means I've been doing a lot of being at work. But I had the past, uh, like day and a half off, and that was off of that job. I I do some other remote stuff. No rest for the wicked. Never. Speaking mm. of Neve and I, did sit down and watch a bootleg of Wicked last night like the whole fucking looks so
0: good Three that hours, so good
2: guys that's so cute you have to it,
0: watch a bootleg of Wicked it's fucking great I was like
2: wow this really holds up so now I've been on like a remembering all the old Wizard of Oz adjacent adaptations in the past uh 20 hours um <laughs> I remember. You can't get it em- how
1: adorable that is. Aww.
2: Do you? Ava's the only other likely person on the planet who may have watched this show. Yeah, em- Emerald City on no. NBC. No. No.
1: I I understand that I was an option though. Like yeah. I get it.
2: <laughs> it was like it's the once upon a time thing.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, it, is.
2: it was like a almost a Game of Thrones take on Wizard of Oz. I think that was probably that's what I'm guessing was their like show Bible. Interesting. Someone out there, mm-hmm. one of you, one of you's watched The Emerald City on NBC. You only, actually only have- lasted about six episodes, I think. You
0: actually have high likelihood of finding someone who listens to this podcast though who like has seen this show.
2: that's true. There's the overlap isn't zero. Mm-hmm. Did you read the uh Dorothy Dies?
1: Yeah. No, but I always I I saw them in the library over time. Yeah. I was like, I should, maybe I should. And then I never got around to it.
2: They were not at all what they seemed like they would be from the.
1: Yeah, because one of the other reasons I never picked them up is like, hmm, seems a little spooky. Like, you know?
2: It was like very, very of the time. Very, yeah, time, okay, very that makes timely sense. T- uh, writing. That makes sense. had a little bit of that dystopian YA angle to it but yeah. that it but it was a little i'll give it credit for it felt a little more thought out than that like it was like a hunger games level, like a good good first note like they they were very good books nice um but anyways i don't even remember why i was talking that wasn't even what I was talking about. <laughs> the
0: fact that we watched Wicked was what you were talking about.
2: Yeah, but why are you even talking about? It? I was just t- telling my, my I, I'm fine. Please. Yep. Welcome back to Return to Camp Half Blood. This week we'll be discussing the
0: burning Trials out. of
2: Apollo, The Burning Maze, uh, chapters mm-hmm. five through eight, to the theme of.
0: Did you forget already? Yes. It's
2: fascism. <laughs> fascism.
0: Because it was funny. I don't know why he forgot. This is a funny Yeah, theme. I thought
1: you were like reconsidering. I was like, oh, are we not? Yeah. Anything no, bold?
2: it's not a funny theme. It's a very serious theme. Yeah, but it's just funny that we're doing it as a theme. Is what
1: yeah, I mean. because we usually our themes are like friendship. Like, you know what I mean? I'm
2: very <laughs> serious.
1: Right. No, yeah. Something that you're known for.
2: Yeah, I'm known known for being being serious.
1: serious. Extraordinarily, yeah.
2: Number one thing I am known for, serious. Speaking of, who wants to time me?
1: Ava, would you like to do it? I don't know. I feel like you always want to. I know, but I want to give others a chance. I promise it's okay. Okay.
2: That was so sweet.
1: I know. Yeah, that's very that is very sweet. I, I have to tell you what a I'm
2: tender really, moment.
1: It was yeah. <laughs> Such
0: a tender moment go.
2: Okay. So we are at Joshua Tree and there's dryads. I almost said nymphs, but they're not nymphs, they're dryads, and then there's a boy dryad. And Apollo's like, wow. He's hot because Apollo cannot keep it together. Um, <laughs> and then uh, Melly, baby, goat, Coach Hedge, they're in a military surplus store. And it doesn't really get more advanced than that. They're in a military surplus store. Yeah. And they okay. fight the guy who runs the military surplus store. Um, but that t- takes about two chapters. Um, it's also Caligula. We got it answered. Um, they're automatons, they're robots, Grover.
0: <laughs> and that's that. Oh please, okay, that was my favorite part. <laughs> Grover, automatons, they're robots, Grover.
2: Uh, it sounded like a really bad jingle for <laughs> Grover. I guess a robotics <laughs> tour called Grover. <laughs>
1: It's like, did you guys also do that thing in um in eighth grade where like in your science class you had to build robots?
2: No, no. But I went to science camp. I went to robotics camp. Okay, so you've not robotics camp. That it was like, I think robotics camp is like a bit like a thing that people do. I went to like a week long, so like summer camp, like kind of thing where you go for like three hours and you play with the specifically the like Lego robots.
0: Mm, yeah to literally you
2: today. Built robots though. yeah In school. oh i thought i was i was waiting i thought there was going to be more to that story. i was like oh, oh, i'm going back to let you finish the story but oh no that was no, it that was, <laughs> that
1: was pretty much it because you were like i don't even remember what you said 30 seconds ago but you were like sounds like a tech or robot company or whatever and i was like i really wonder if this was just a me experience
0: earlier today brayden literally out of the words that he was really excited to go home for Thanksgiving to play with Legos. No, no other reason.
2: <laughs> I, I need to provide context for this. Cause this Whoa, sounds that's like
1: adorable.
2: I didn't say I was really excited to go home so that I could play with Lego. I was like, when I go home, I'm reminded by this TikTok that I'll go home and I will play with Legos. Different. It feels like a nuanced difference to me.
1: <laughs> that brings me so much joy. No, whenever my friends like
2: it just sounds like I'm going home for the the purpose.
1: Oh no. Obviously he's going home for Thanksgiving and family, but
0: also Legos.
1: Whenever my friends have moments where they're like, hee hee, like little like little like precious endearing moments. Oh my favorite thing ever.
2: Precious moments. Precious moments. You tell those <laughs> bitches. <laughs>
0: Yes. Literally about to say something along the lines of, you know, those bitches.
2: I do. Did anyone else's grandparents collect those little precious moments? Yeah. I feel like everyone and their mom did.
0: It's me someday for sure. You? Oh, got
2: yeah, a- with a large collection of precious moments.
1: <laughs> I can already see like the glass cabinet in your home. Yeah. Wow. Oh, but what I was going to say, I can't go home for Thanksgiving because I have to work Black Friday.
0: Oh no. Oh no. I didn't even think about that, that like the Friday after Thanksgiving is like a big retail day.
2: Yeah. Because
0: I don't even think the restaurant's open the Friday
2: after Thanksgiving.
0: I think we're just calling it for the weekend.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Have a good
1: one. Bye. It's gonna kill me, I do think. But A, builds character. B, money. C,
0: do you get paid like, don't like-
1: Five and a half, yeah.
0: Yeah, nice.
2: I'm technically going back to the in-person of my remote jobs because my like philadelphia job is like my theater job is off for the week yeah but but you're gonna be back in massachusetts i'm gonna be back in massachusetts where both of the jobs i work remotely are actually in massachusetts (laughs) so there's something there
0: Thanksgiving plans might be a little crazy too i might have to like take a a like late night bus home on wednesday yeah. and then get myself
2: over to jersey she's leaving yes on that, that midnight night train to jersey. To jersey there you go oh my god
0: how did you manage to sync that up perfectly over zoom um it was
1: all right and i just kind of went with it and
2: <laughs> there you go um, oh, in better news, well, worse news, my car, not my car that I drive, my car that was my car, that now my brothers drive, um, died today.
0: No, Barbara. Barbara!
2: Um, In the middle of the parking lot of Panera, oh. or Subway, in the middle of a Subway parking lot, It got worse. It
0: got worse. Um,
2: with a car, and it blocked in another car. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Work
2: for that. That's my brother was dra- right That's everything. Yep.
0: She said, I'm going to go out with an inconvenience. Yep.
1: I do respect that. Like, that's how yeah. I want to go out. Like, if I like, okay, maybe. No, I'm going to say it. If <laughs> I just like drop dead, like from standing, I hope someone at least trips over me. You know?
2: Mm, you want <laughs> someone else to like be a like, little. I want
1: someone to know that that's a big deal for me.
2: Yes, uh, I see it, like, be like, I died, but, like, you can't be mad that you tripped because I died.
1: Well, yeah, it's also, like, I died. Like, do you know that? Like, <laughs> I, like, literally died. Like, that is so much to happen that? to someone.
2: Real. Uh-huh. <laughs> With that, what songs did we bring this week? I major
1: struggled. Um, <laughs> major struggle.
2: major struggled? Major struggled?
1: Um, I okay, I love doing that shit. <laughs> when someone's like general anxiety, I'm like general anxiety. General anxiety. Um, anyway, yeah, super struggled. So I chose a song that has absolutely like could not relate less, I think, to this theme. And it's just a song that came on the radio the other day and I uh i've been listening to a lot because it's been stuck in my head no relation to the chapter can't stress that enough slow down by selena gomez off of her 2013 album stars dance um it came on the 2010s channel on the radio the other day and i was like i love this song and so i've just been thinking about it a lot
2: you know sometimes we're here
1: (laughs) yeah right right and i literally did not have another option Um, my little song is,
0: uh, I'm Your Wreck by Mount Joy. Um, fully on the Mount Joy train nowadays. Very good. I like, there's someone who I've like known, a band that I know I would like, but I've just never gotten around to listening to until recently. And I was right. I do like them. Ava, do you know them? No. You would also like them. Interesting. Interesting. You should give it a shot. If
1: you make me a little playlist, I'll listen. I will. Um, and this
0: song is kind of talking about the uh, the sub plot. I don't know if it's like, I don't know, just like the it was like, I don't even think it was necessarily big enough to be a subplot, but it was just talking about like Coach Hedge being a, a, like a reckless person and like Hit, like Grover having to be like we can't like you have to stop thinking this way you have a wife and family I was like so interesting yeah um and this song kind of talks about that so
2: my song is I kind of wanted just nothing about the like events of this chapter felt very song to me exactly but, um, but I'm just thinking about Apollo's general positionality at the moment. Uh, and I'm really was feeling a, like, resonance of, like, we're really getting into, like, him missing his old life now. Not in a, like, but not in the same way it used to be. It. In the first book, it's like, I miss being a god. And now he's like, I miss Artemis. I miss my mother. I like, yeah. it's like, I'm separated from my, it's, we are getting at the emotional core at, of it. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, and half of uh these books are just Apollo being like, and my ex said this. So I picked, Um. what's the time where you are? By Troy Sivan. Ugh. off oh, something they give each other, the new album.
1: I still haven't listened.
2: It's so good.
1: It's very good.
2: Very good. Not bad. Good.
1: <laughs>
0: Please.
2: <laughs> not bad. Speaking of, what were the parts of these chapters that we found not bad, but good and perhaps favorites?
1: Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, so I don't have that much to say on this point because the highlights for me were really really truly the haikus um i loved them so much one is my sass moment but i will say i fucking loved that heloise got a name drop um yeah because i was like thank you you know like she did so much and like i miss her agreed yeah it was very it was very sweetie
0: um, I thought these chapters were pretty interesting. Actually, I thought they were cool.
2: They were interesting. I just wasn't like there was a lot happen. I I I couldn't couldn't get get a a song like you know yeah. The, like,
0: there exactly.
1: wasn't like
2: there was there was no there was no moment. Normally, I'm like this is a moment where this song applies to this moment of the chapter. Yeah. I, the, my thought is like broadly, we were painting in broader strokes with, the, with yes, I down. agree. um,
0: I liked the moment where Grover was like, "I'm gonna do a trick my friend Annabeth taught me. And yeah. I was like bring Annabeth into these books. Where I is miss she? her?
2: Where is she? Um, I also just liked seeing Grover and Coach Hedge.
1: Together. Yeah. Oh my God, oh my God. How could I forget I like the same coin. I, I liked seeing... I don't know the if family. that's true. No, I, I'll
0: defend it in a second. But go ahead, Ava.
1: Oh, interesting. I was just going to say, how could I forget? I loved seeing the family. Um, yeah. That was so precious because, like, I feel like... I, I can't remember, had we seen them all together for, like, a moment before? I don't know. If yeah, we,
2: the have... Ba- we have not seen the baby.
1: <laughs> we <laughs> right, we're right. Baby.
2: Or, I don't think we... Yeah, maybe we did... At like there was maybe like one sentence at the end like of, briefly yeah
1: right yeah. but like i don't know we get some we get some time with with our favorite coach and you know his, his his i was gonna say his friends that's not accurate well maybe it is but his more than his family that's
2: yes anyway. i'm sure they're also friendly yeah one's a baby no like no one is you can love a baby but no one is friends with it
1: that's no that's true that's true that's true i mean babies can be friends with babies but like that's not really like like,
2: that's (laughs) not real friendship
1: no it's well it's in the way that we know it yeah
2: yeah they're just another blob that like you can kind of that you can throw things at like you're you're communicating at the same, same level but like i can't communicate with a baby why Why should we think they can communicate with each other any better?
0: I literally... I'm They're really, not animal. This is such a stupid thing to laugh over. It's just... To, like, really laugh over... Just, like, no one's friends with a baby.
1: <laughs> no, it's true. It's no so one's friends with a baby. And you know You know, like, you, know,
2: like you can be, like, friends with your adult parents. You know what, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, right. you can be friends with your siblings. But, like, no one's friends with a baby. <laughs>
1: Well, and, you know, and I think that's a great thing about growing up. Like, growing up might feel very scary, but at least we have friends now.
0: <laughs> and we're not babies.
2: You know, on the on a such a base level. Yes. <laughs> it's
0: literally so yeah. fucking funny. Nobody's friends with a baby. It's, you know what? And neither
2: should, they be. should
0: they
2: be. Did should they be. Did you hear what baby was saying behind your back? Just <laughs> yeah, ba- I mean.
1: baby in general. Babies baby don't have... A general baby.
2: A general baby. <laughs> Let's take a break and then we'll come back to talk about the theme of that.
0: Literally, like, writers couldn't have done that
2: better. You are so insane. All right. Fascism. Where do we want to go first? I. You, you need to stop laughing. It's very serious. It is. It is. It is. I think this taking place in a military surplus store was so clever in the way that this frames the emperors even more strongly in the like trump space and we talked about nero and uh oh my god commodus um in the like elon we have the elon musk the trump like like framework, I think this to me sets up Caligula as even more the direct Trump. I agree. Analog because of the way Macro follows it, like this yeah. kind of devotion, and yeah. the, I think it's interesting that Apollo talks about this as like like a flawed Roman traditional mindset of like this this fucked up idea of loyalty that is like, um, hey, go kill yourself and be like, I'm gonna bring you back from life and like you're still gonna work for me, right? Right. Like, but yeah, that feeling that like he still owes something to Caligula and like it feels very like that's how fascist leaders take power is this feeling that they are some sort of god some something beyond that is deserving of your behavior like this and that's why people follow them so fanatically because it becomes so easy to believe that's the like cults (laughs) cults cults yeah no yeah but it's like we can pretend all we want that like humans crave free will i think that's wrong not in, like, we should all be free to do with will. Like, we are all deserve free will. But everyone kind of a little that wants their life mapped out for them. That's why people are so fascinated in prophecies, telling the future, divination. Yeah. The, even further into this, like, a leader, a God, Jesus, like, this, like, Messiah. All of yeah. these concepts that have been in magic and religion and faith Throughout history, have become in the in modern world history so ingrained. I mean, actually, all history has been also so ingrained in politics. And we still haven't escaped that like uh kings are descended from the gods mentality in politics of this, like these leaders project. like no one else can do this but me yeah and there is some innate thing within us that is like i i agree with what this person is saying and i don't want to make decisions for myself like this person is giving me a way of life that like maybe i agree with some of it maybe i don't i don't agree with all of it but like i'm going to subscribe to this cult this this following Because it's an answer.
0: Right,
1: that's the thing. It's easier.
2: Yes.
0: And it's a community as well. I feel like... Real, Like, I don't know. The chapters don't really touch on that. um, Because he is, like, alone with his robots in this military surplus store. But, like, we we
2: at least know, like, broadly, the Triumvirate has followers. They have, have, like... Commodus have, like, a royal household. They have... Yeah.
0: And, like, they... The community that comes from being in these spaces with people who like think alike like you're willing to overlook a lot of it because like what was like it it, i guess it does kind of like show it well in this chapter like in the metaphor that it's drawing in this chapter it's just like what would macro do if he decided to get out of this scheme you know know,
2: where would he go i mean who
0: would he have
2: i mean that and that's one of the core tenets of this like fascism cult following is the cutting you off from your life outside it Mm -hmm. it's like look at something like scientology that's like one of the main things that these like big cults are known for yeah it's like they they cut you off from your family anything against or outside this belief system and then you can't leave because you have nothing to go to yeah and they they strip it so that that is the only thing in your life and this it's we're talking about cults but it's also fashion because like things like maga and like fascist followings and cults are the lines are so small like literally American horror story cult is like, uh, yeah. Out of this. Like, mm.
0: yeah. People are always going to have some innate, like innate desire to hide behind a strong man. It takes a lot of their responsibility off them to think critically. Yeah. And like try and make active changes, not just for themselves, but for things outside of themselves in their community. Mm-hmm. Um, which I feel like it was really like just going towards more of the political side. Um, is that like, I feel like people join cults in, with the idea, like, because they're sucked in by the idea of they never have to make a decision for themselves, like you were saying, and that they can just be in this community forever and like know the answer. Yeah. But like, where what's more appealing in like political followings, like, like this is more alluding to also is like, I can now trust this person to also make decisions about other things like yeah. worldwide that like mm. I don't need to worry about anymore. Yeah. You know, it's that that and I, I d- don't need to even educate myself on what's happening mm-hmm. because I just know, I know I this guy's fucking got it. And like that also kind of comes into play with these in this book. Yeah. Just like thinking about like all of these people like macro beneath the main activities of the triumvirate are like, well, everything's gonna be okay. I don't ever have to worry about what's gonna happen in the world after this because these guys have got it. And it's like just blind faith in that.
2: Yeah, because it's like power is not earned. It is not innate. It is given.
0: Mm-hmm. Like
2: there people come to power because people follow them. People give them power. That's the entire like basis yeah. of the American mm-hmm. government system is, is representational democracy. And it, it leans into this kind of fascist cult-like following Of political leaders based on the system that we were built in, where it's like, I want to be able to elect someone to make decisions for me based on who agrees the most with me. But at the same time, that takes the responsibility off of me. I'm giving up part of my right to autonomously rule, like to have control over myself. I'm letting someone else make decisions for me for in order to not be responsible when things go wrong yeah it's this decision that like all of these political structures were made long ago that we're still living in Mm -hmm. where it's like it's a social contract that is innate upon birth at this point it we've been in civilization for yeah centuries now um but it's almost even deepened in the past couple of years with this like uh, we know so much now and at the awesome. same time exactly like
0: that's philosophical but like you
2: have so much capacity to be educated and that gives people even more of an urge to be hands off you know yeah
0: as i think it was like i think it's like a couple days ago like the human brain wasn't meant to know this much and like i feel like that i I've, i've thought about that for a long time of like people are so you can just know everything about everything if you want to and i feel like that has made people more more likely to just put blind especially because so many there's like so many opposing opinions and like facts you know facts aren't feelings um, unless they are (laughs) Um,
2: Um, unless the you you guys heard it here first folks aren't
0: feelings unless the conservatives are feeling bad and then they're gonna make up some facts (laughs) (laughs) because there's so much like you know alternative information coming out about everything like it makes it so much easier to be like well, everyone's saying things that are so contradictory to each other and have such sways on things. I'm just going to listen to this one guy. Yeah. And right. everything he says is correct. And it doesn't matter if it's batshit, which it normally is. Yeah. <laughs> it Like, I'm going to listen to this one guy and trust everything he says because I don't want to ever have to... Like, also, we're dealing... This is now just, like, talking about American politics, but it's, like, media literacy is so important in the conversation. So around- important. Like following um politicians like that in like this like sort of like obsessive way Mm -hmm. it's like you we have people in their like in like midlife who were never like when they went to school technology was nowhere near where it is right now Mm -hmm. so they never had classes like we took and like even we were kind of like on the cusp of it but like by the time we got to like college and stuff like a lot of our classes had very, you know, like structures around like media literacy and like how to trust something and how to know something's trustworthy and like what sources are good. Like, I, but
2: maybe- I I would argue that's only because of what we majored in entertainment folk, like in literature yeah. focused degree. Like I was a media comm and theater major. Yeah, like, That's true. It's one of them was literally media literacy <laughs> and, and like, and theater was also very, like you're, it's a, theater is a form of English literature yeah. education in a way of like, you are learning how to read. And if you know how to read fiction, you certainly know how to read nonfiction.
0: Yes, completely. Yeah. So like, if you don't have, if you, this entire generation was never in a like, formal environment where they would <laughs> learn media literacy like that, yeah. then it becomes even more confusing for them because like things look real and they're not. Like yeah like especially love, with
2: like AI I my,
0: yeah I love my parents I would say I would I would say at least five times if not more in the past year I've had to be like you know that's fake right about something on the internet and like yeah. it's just like not even their fault like they just would have no way to know and it's that's like fake.
2: and it's getting it's getting harder to tell even like yeah. even if you're looking and, and are hesitant about everything it's things look so so real and people are the worst part is people are trying to make things.
1: Yeah. Incorrect. It, I know what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's so it's, it's a losing battle, but like that, that level of confusion when it comes to the news and the, what we think are facts and what's going on in the world, it becomes really easy to just be like, I trust this yeah. guy wholeheartedly and I'm never going to look into anything again. Yeah. Um,
2: And that's why quality children's literature is so important. Yes. It's like this this media literacy starts at a young age and it's really important to think about what our children are consuming. And it's not books anymore. Like it, it, I'm not saying like children, Oh, children these days don't read, but But like, I'm sure they do. But like kids these days are not reading the way that we read as kids. Oh yeah. In that like, I, there and i wouldn't even say everyone that are in our p- peer group is true for either like i just had parents who weren't super like we're not i was not allowed to watch the tv more than like a half hour a day yeah. like like the majority of my time was taken up reading yeah and i think that makes a lot of sense um <laughs>
0: all actions have consequences
2: folks but like it's important to to pay attention to what your child is reading and how they're developing based on like the ideas that are introduced to them at at a young age and that's why things like a book ban are so detrimental it's that's why banning literature book bans are like one of the key fundamentals of fascism yeah that's yeah. one of the scariest things happening in america right now is is control of literature and education and yeah. it's centered around representation it's it's really centered around uh queer people and trans people at, at the moment um and this is historically a tool that has gone back since the beginning of fascism like controlling yeah. what people consume is so that you can control the narrative And it also gives, like, lets you scapegoat people. We're living in a, like, a time where America is is broaching an active genocide of trans Americans. And that's terrifying and made possible not just by the crazy fascist
0: Ron DeSantis DeSantis,
2: Trump followers. But
0: are there also any more like Santa's followers anymore? Though let's be real. Yeah, he's losing bad. Me, Ron, love <laughs> to see it.
2: <laughs> but it's also made possible by a lot of people falling in between, and the the lack of media literacy and the lack of willingness to to take one more look beyond the headline. Yeah, it also it explains- got very serious. But this was a this was an episode about fascism. I told yeah. you it was going to be serious.
0: It's so real. And what's also really interesting about like like fascism rhetoric is that it's it's what it's all these things we've been talking about about like just fully surrendering to the whims of this strongman that you're upholding and like, but they're also like they've somehow paradoxed themselves into also believing that it like is fiercely um, like freeing and that like, it's very individualistic. Yeah. Which is so interesting.
2: It is like, Just it's, that, it's like, all it's, about autonomy, it's, even it's if all, it's about giving, you know?
0: Yeah. It's literally all about the fact that like, I should be able to do whatever I want, but also fully giving all of most of your rights up to a political movement. Mm -hmm. which I, to wrap it all the way back to this book, think is kind of exemplified by this man living alone with all of his robots doing biddings for somebody and also running a, like, military, like, freedom-oriented supply store in the middle of nowhere, being like, I'm doing this because I'll, like, I'm going to get something out. Because
2: the thing about it, too, is, like, the most important factor of this is he's like, yeah, I was fired. Yeah. But I'm still doing this. It just makes you think so much of all of those Trump lackeys. Yeah. Like, I can't even list a single name because I can't list, like, all of the, and they're so in and out that I can't even keep track of, like, who's on the in and who's on the out. But, like, all of these Republicans in his cabinet that followed him down this path have been throughout his his presidency like were thrown out or like kicked to the side by him and are still like but i love him
1: yeah it actually astounds
2: me because they can't they have no other option
1: right oh yeah
0: but they still think that like doing this will help themselves and that like they'll be they'll still have some level of power and freedom by sticking with this guy Uh it's like crazy how much it can happen the opposite like what how much can happen in the opposite direction and it still doesn't change
1: their mindset
2: yeah
0: and that kind of seems to be happening in the book too
1: yeah yeah the book yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs)
2: completely any more thoughts about fascism
0: I Not mean, I have so many, but I then we would yeah. just be getting away from the point of I know, like, yeah. the, the podcast. But, like, like I could talk about political views forever, but oh, I yeah, don't no, want to, like, sure. keep my address
1: private. Wait, no, that's fucking real. <laughs> I
0: get harassed, so we won't start a, you know, an episode just for that. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> the people out here are insane sometimes.
2: Yeah, y'all are crazy. Like not like not you guys who are listen like, to us, they're they're like, no. but like y'all, the internet, y'all are yes. crazy. It
1: just be crazy. Be
2: crazy. It's just and
0: it just be. It wouldn't be as dangerous as like
2: saying a negative word on BTS or something. No, like, there are more. I'd things. rather take a like literally real staunch a- political stance and start saying anything podcast. about about any any K-pop anyone I'd or rather, Ariana Grande.
0: I'd rather start Ariana.
2: Long live Ariana Grande.
0: We love K-pop. I'm we excited it. for her
2: to be in Wicked. <laughs> I am.
0: Wicked it's again, i It's yeah. sarcastic,
2: yeah. I realize that, but that's just how I no, sound. No,
0: she will eat.
2: All right. Sass moments?
1: What a fun transition. Yeah, yeah. wow.
2: I yeah. love a hard transition. Hard cut.
1: Mine, I'm
0: very proud of. I'm very proud of mine. I think it's a very funny little moment. Um, This is Grover and Apollo trying to get to the military supply store. Mm -hmm. Um, Grover smelled smoke and led us on a chase across the desert until he found a burning cigarette someone had dropped onto the road. This is how fires start, he said, then responsibly disposed of the cigarette butt by eating it. I didn't see anything within a mile radius that could have caught fire. (laughs) And there's just so much funny in a couple lines first of all ate the cigarette butt hilarious and then they're in the desert nothing was catching fire anyways obsessed
1: love mine um is a haiku as i kind of alluded to before because i loved all of them today um we blow up some things. You thought all the things blew up? No, we found more things.
0: I also love that one.
1: Incredible work.
2: I'm trying to, f- oh, found it. Um, I'm Joshua, he said. Welcome to Ithales, whatever, How you, however you pronounce it. There were too many vowels. <laughs> um, and at that moment, Meg McCaffrey decided to faint. I could have told her swimming in front of an attractive boy was never cool. The strategy hadn't worked for me once in thousands of years. <laughs> Nevertheless, being good friend, I caught her before she could nosedive into the gravel. I just like the insinuation that Apollo has often tried this before.
0: Like he like, gave it a couple know, tries before well, determining that it like doesn't work.
2: Never once over a thousand. like that, that me like feels like he just like recently gave up on it.
0: It does. Because it does. he's been around for a lot longer than that. Yeah. That's hilarious.
2: Who are I things for?
1: Heloise. She got name dropped. I was,
2: yeah, was going to
1: give it.
0: I was going to give it to Grover. But honestly, now I have to give it to Coach Hedge's baby because it has no friends. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no and we don't feel bad progression no. thing baby has not earned friends
0: oh and my offering is for coach's baby because it has no friends
2: my offering is for melly because damn oh,
0: true yeah that was my other yeah i need to oh that's something i forgot to mention in the favorite part section of just like what happened in l.a
2: I'm, I'm certain we will find out within this book. I've, just, Absolutely. I've never seen foreshadowing written more clearly. I'm
0: expecting to find it out in the next set of chapters, but I'm still interested to find it out. Yeah. Because it's just like, we know...
2: Coach Hedge broke something.
0: We know we're going to find out, but I do just have like no clue what could have gone
1: wrong.
2: Also, who's the witch?
1: Who's the it's, witch?
2: So true. Um, I think it's Medea. Oh, that'd be so kind. I she we never got an ending to her. Yeah. She's such a big character. No, you're told there aren't right. that many more sorceresses than we've talked about. Yeah. I actually can't name one. We've gone through the big ones. We've had ones, we've had
0: Yeah. And the other ones have gotten more screen time for sure. Yeah. I, I see. Could be Cersei. No, Cersei had pretty big roles.
2: I mean, like she no, wasn't like insanely. It's like in two chapters, really. Though yeah. you know, we I what what happened to her? We never got really got like a. We
0: never got a closure on that. Now, so it
2: could be Cersei, I think they but it's laugh. not Calypsico. Calypsico?
0: Calypsico?
2: It's not pacify. Yeah, I think so. It's it's Medea or Cersei. Yeah. I think that's how you're actually supposed to pronounce it. Really? Yeah.
0: That's more fun.
2: Get a like, like an actual Greek. Mm. Cersei is is pretty Italian. Yeah. Um. Anyways. Uh, who are we voting off? <sighs> Caligula the, just sucks. Having, having never earned a friend.
1: Caligula just sucks. So, you know, boom.
0: Hem DOS my offering by voting off babies.
2: That was the call.
0: Mm-hmm. Name,
2: one yeah. thing be, 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 babies. Right. <laughs> that many there. I'm not gonna finish that thought. <laughs> um it was could a bad not, thing. could not get that uh, one out.
0: Um I don't know. I don't want to be obvious.
2: I wanna be a Basic.
0: No finish.
2: Nope.
0: Nope. Say nope. that one. No. Say that word. No. <laughs> um, I think I'll, I'll give it to Macro. He was really annoying. Like, and he's not really the
1: villain. He's just like a henchman. Yeah, but henchman, listen, fuck a henchman. Yeah. Or don't. Well yeah no duh. <laughs> you
2: know maybe they're not the villain
1: but like if you're going to go for evil anyway
2: i guess it also depends on the context like these yeah. henchmen are bad but like
1: the henchmen are also right you know like yeah. so, some
2: henchmen be like on the side of the socialist, anarchist villain who isn't really a villain, just is portrayed by the Western media as a villain.
0: Yeah. Guys, do you think he's talking about the X Men? <laughs> not entirely. No. Sure.
2: I was actually mostly. I'm actually mostly talking about Legend of Korra.
1: Oh, I still need to watch that. Anyway.
2: Oh, y- it, the second you start, you'll. I know.
1: I know, um. and that's why I haven't started.
2: Anyway. Anyway, that's all for this week. Next week, we'll be discussing
1: chapters 9 through 12. Make sure to follow us on social media. We are
2: at
0: Return to Camp on every platform that matters. We also have a coffee account and a Red Bubble store and a website, www.returntocamp.com. Do you remember know the week that you cut my fucking outro off?
2: Yes, it was last week.
0: Well, I prevail. <laughs> okay.